It's raining AF out here. I'm not going to be able to post my inspirational selfie, not to mention my yoga pants are going to get soaked. Uh, I guess I have no choice. I'm going to be late for work. I'll just put on this bright yellow raincoat. Oh no! I dropped my swell water bottle. It's headed for the storm drain. Ugh, is this real life? How am I supposed to get it now? Wait, I got this. Ugh, nope, fuck it. Ah! Hello there, I'm Pennywise, the dancing clown. Yeah, I know who you are. You're the clown monster that kills and eats people. Everybody knows who you are, and now that I know that you're down there, I'm for damn sure not going after my totes awesome swell water bottle. Thank you and goodbye. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. I am that clown monster, but, but, but I'm not trying to trick you. I just want to give you your bottle back. Literally? I mean, like, literally? I can't even with you right now. Wait, wait, listen. I also have many other things that someone like you would like. A girl so... so basic and so... so white. Oh, is that right? What could you possibly have over there that I would like? Well, for starters, I know your yoga pants got wet in the rain. And it just so happens that I have a fresh pair. Or maybe you'd like leggings. Oh, well... That is interesting, but... I also have things with beautiful fall colors on them. Oh my god! Are those placemats with fall leaves? Oh yes. Beautiful placemats. No, no! I know what you're trying to do, but it's not going to work. You can't fool me into coming over there. My dear, I'm not trying to fool you. I'm just trying to show you all the pumpkin spice flavored things I have. Oh no! My weakness! I have pumpkin spice deodorant, pumpkin spice scented candles, and of course, Starbucks pumpkin spice lattes. Damn you! Once you've had your daily latte, how about your nightly glass of delicious wine? OMG, wine night? I also have random pictures of beaches. No! Ripped boyfriend jeans. Stop! Vans shoes. Can you not? I also have dogs, but shirts with cats on them. I know I shouldn't, but it all sounds so good! And down here, the Tennessee Vols always win. Okay, I'll come down. Great! And now... We feast! No! I'm like, literally dying! It's the Smoke in the Hot Podcast Scaretastic Halloween Special. <laughs> With your host, Hot Toddy, starring Miranda, Ollie, Miss Pingrino, DJ Pork, Sheila, DA Williams, and Orson Wells. And featuring me, your announcer, Doc Summit. And now, here's your host, Hot Toddy. Hot Toddy's gonna get you if you don't watch out. Yes, I know. My voice is more beautiful than that of Pavarotti's. But enough of that. Wipe the tears from your eyes. Because it is time to dive headfirst into this year's Smokin' Hot Toddcast Scare-tastic Halloween Special. I am Hot Toddy, and this is it. This is the special of all specials. This is our favorite special here on the Toddcast, as well as our favorite special on our sister show, Smells Like 90s Rock. Now, on that show, uh, we just play a lot of Halloween-themed 90s music, but this is the show where our creativity shines and the fun just is overbearing and we have a blast making this episode and it's it is usually one of the most requested one of the most popular episodes on all of our podcast media outlets out there so obviously you enjoy it too that's all that matters so if you're liking it we're liking it and and away and away we go um halloween is just a few days away we are at this point a little less than a week away and uh, i tell you i don't know what you've got planned but i've got an amazing night plan i'm sure many of you are going to be going maybe trick-or-treating maybe get some parties to go to I will be in Nashville on Halloween night, 
seeing Mystery Science Theater 3000 live, their 30th anniversary. If you're not a Mystery Science Theater fan, obviously you're not going to care about what I'm talking about, but I'm very excited. Like, I cannot wait. You know, I was, I was, I haven't been thinking about it much, uh, you know, up until this point, because we got the tickets back in, like, April, I think, but now that it's here, I'm like, okay, I'm excited. I'm ready to rock and roll. So finally, uh, there's a Halloween <laughs> that's coming up that I actually have something to do. I've not done anything on, on Halloween in years. I, I'm usually just at home doing nothing, twiddling my thumbs, trying to think of something to do. And I have yet to have something. Finally, this year, 2018, is the year that I will be celebrating Halloween. Not not really celebrating Halloween, but I'll be doing something on Halloween. Actually, completely out of town. So I'm actually very excited about it but but yes halloween what this episode is based around and i guarantee you you're gonna love this one this could be the best one we've done yet i'm not sure we have to wait from the reactions from everybody but i think this is pretty good not that it matters because we're still trying to come down from last week's episode which was our first non-live game edition episode uh, if you were listening to the podcast throughout the summer uh you know we did special live episodes during the off season um of, of, of us just playing games, just board games and different things. And we had so much fun, we wanted to bring it over into the regular season. So periodically, we'll be doing non-live or maybe even some more live episodes uh, of, of the Smoking Hot Toddcast Game Edition. So uh, if you like those, keep listening because there's going to be more, more of those coming on the way as well. But put all of that out of your mind right now. Put it all out of your mind because we got to get to the Scaretastic Halloween Special 2018, and we've got a good one for you. Oh, so many cool things are coming up. You'll hear about the very, I don't know, just very creepy and odd book that Sheila DJ Pork and I found in our studio last week. You're not going to believe what this book is about. It's just so bizarre, and we go we, we go so in-depth into this that we had to break up our segment into two segments. So there's going to be a part one, and then there's going to be a part two later in the show. So just know when you hear part one, there's going to be a part two. There will be a finish to that story. But it was so much, so much going on that we had to talk about it, and, and like I said, broken up into two segments. I'm going to give you a little glimpse of my personal life. You're going to find out, essentially, what happened. And this is an extreme extrapolation of what happened. But sort of what happened to me in my radio job that I lost a couple of months ago. Through the eyes of Rod Serling. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you soon will. So stay tuned. And of course, what would any episode of the Smoking Hut Toddcast be without a brand new Ollie report? We attempt to do a Halloween spooktacular. Will it work? Will it not work? Usually for specials, you would really want Ollie here. I don't know what's going to happen, but just we're going to attempt to do a Halloween spooktacular. We'll see where it goes. So stay tuned for that. All of this and more is coming your way right now on the Scaretastic Halloween Special 2018 of... The Smokin' Hot Toddcast! You're listening to the most splendiferous, the most fantastic, the greatest podcast in the history of podcasts, The Smokin' Hot Toddcast. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul. You unlock this door with the key of imagination. Beyond it is another dimension. A dimension of sound. A dimension of sight. A dimension of mind. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance, of things and ideas. You've just crossed over into... the Twilight Zone. Meet Steve Stevenson, or as he's known in the local radio business, Cold Stevie a bright, hard-working young man who is well-liked by all of his fellow employees and management. They look at him as a huge asset to the radio station and constantly praises his efforts both on and off the air. Stevie is very appreciative of the attention, but he has one major goal in life, to host his own daily radio show. Luckily, one year ago, he was given that opportunity, and since then, he's been happier than he's ever been before. But what he doesn't know is that he is about to sign off from his happy life and segue into a commercial-free music block known as The Twilight Zone. 
Hey, Stevie. Hi, Bertha. Gosh, that story you told in the air last night was so funny. You sound so good. Thanks, Bertha. That means a lot. You do so much great work around here. I certainly hope Mitch sees that. Well, I mean, he must because I've been doing it for over a year now. That's true. Let's hope it keeps going. I'll second that. Cold Stevie, everybody. Hey, Mitch Daly. Hey, man. I just wanted to tell you how much I appreciate what you do around here. You're a hard worker, and I want to see you go above and beyond here with us. Oh, Mitch, that's exactly what I want to do. And that's exactly what I want to hear. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have an appointment about the night show position. I'm sorry, what? Hello there, step right in. Cold Stevie, may I present to you the Phantom of the Opera. Hello there. Nice to meet you. Uh, hi. Um, Mitch? What's- Cold Stevie is our utilities guy. I have no idea what that means. It's just a title we're gonna throw out there to appease him. You're gonna say that again. I need to appease something terrible, but, but I'll, I'll wait. Very well. Step right into my office. No. No, it... It can't be. I, I have to listen. So, Phantom, are you an entertaining person? No. Do you listen to our type of music? No. Do you know anything at all about our region? No. Have you ever worked a day of your life in radio? No. Congratulations, you're our new night host. No. No, it, it can't be. How, how could he? Everyone, I'd like to present to you our new night host, the Phantom of the Opera. It's a pleasure to be alive. No, Mitch, but uh, I, I'm the night host. What? Hello, Phantom. Welcome aboard. We know you're going to be a great host. Uh, did you bring me my soup? Bertha. Bertha, don't. Don't you remember? I'm the guy that does nights. Sorry, I... I don't remember that. Um, but don't you have prize bins to be filling? What? How, Mitch? Mitch! What's going on here? Well, Stevie, I decided to give the job to the Phantom. But you should know that giving the job to you came in a close second. Now, you can be mad or look at this as an opportunity. Well, I'm... I'm I mean, I do, but... You're not mad? Boy, I sure would be. I... I... I have no idea what you mean. Mitch, listen, I... My hours... I'm gonna lose so many hours and my money from this. What am I gonna do? Oh, no worries. Go out and wash my cars for me. But... But I was the night host. How can I go... Quiet, slave! You're ruining our new talent's first day! Now get out there and wash my cars! And while you're at it, clean out our storeroom! <laughs> Submitted for your approval, a man who brought talent, sophistication, and entertainment to the radio job he loved, only to be shot down in his prime to make way for people that don't really value the job that they have. Cold Stevie is left beaten and broken and reduced to manual labor just to satisfy society. What will happen to him in the future is unknown. For now, though, he will remain a defeated resident of the Twilight Zone. You're listening to the Smoky Light Podcast. And if this happened on Halloween, it might make more sense. Instead, it's just nonsense. So a guy in West Monroe, Louisiana, called the cops the other day and claimed someone attacked him with an axe. So naturally, the cops went right out there and he claimed a burglar attacked him. So they searched the place, but found no signs of a break-in. But what they did find was a small bag of meth sitting on his nightstand. And when they asked him about it, he said, and I quote, a ghost must have planted it. And I guess it was a ghost that attacked him with the axe. Well, that's that's really sad. Apparently, Casper ain't so friendly anymore. These are sad times. Ghostbusters! Man, I love that movie. Hello? Hello? Someone in here? 
Hello? I must be going crazy. Ah! An axe! I got hit by an axe! Who there? Who there? Oh. My. God! It's... It's... It's a g-g-g-g-g-g-ghost! Where my money, bitch? Money? What money? Ah! Why are you hitting me with an axe? It's what I do. Ah! Get the hell out of my house! No, I'm screwing. But I don't even know you! Get the fuck out of my house! Ah! Ooh, go clean yourself up. Here's a little treat for ya. Get those narcotics out of my house, you paranormal phenomenon! Ooh, hi, Tim. I'm calling the police! Very well. You're chopping me up with an axe. It's because you were Lizzie Borden. I knew you were pure evil the minute I saw you. You don't fool me. I'll get you. And Who is he screaming at? The wall, it looks like. Is he even injured? Nope. He's completely fine. He's got meth on the table. Yeah, he's a known drug dealer. Ah, so he's definitely getting arrested. Oh, yeah. Okay. Orson Welles, Smoking Hot Toddcast Promos. Take one. Okay, Mr. Wells, uh, just do your spiel, your usual thing there, and say, Hello, this is Orson Wells, and you're listening to the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Ah, the French champagne. No, 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 hold it. All right, Mr. Wells, just say, This is Orson Wells, and you're listening to the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Okay, go again. Yes. Oh, yes. They're even better raw. Cut! All right, d- do it again. All right, and action. Look, I don't need to do this. I've got a fish stick commercial in an hour. Oh, what the hell? I need the money. The Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Penis. Cut! The Smokin' Hot... Hello, I'm Orson Welles. Ah! In October of 2018, three friends found a mysterious book. A mysterious book left in the studio that they were recording in. Naturally, curiosity got the best of them, and they opened this book. But little did they know, once they opened it, it would forever change their lives in the weirdest ways possible. This is their story. Leave that here. We gotta read some. DJ Pork saw the book that I came across earlier in the evening. It's called Sex Advice From. And down here is the list. DJ, sorority girls, cowboys, car dealers, bartenders, pool cleaners, hairstylists, and more. From the editors of Nerve.com, which is a sexy site. And don't ask me how I know. Um, Read it. All right. This is from Denny. She's 25. I think I get... Okay, I don't want to say that one. What should you never say to a midwife who you want to have sex with? Uh... You're ugly as hell. I don't know. (laughs) Wow. Wow. I don't know. What would you say? I think you would stir a few pots if you said, I think elective uh, cesareans are a great idea. Okay. I I feel like this book is just not going to do it for me. (laughs) It was just one. It was just one. Okay. Let's hear a better one. I'm afraid that having children will stretch out my vagina. What can I do about it? Oh, my God. Sheila? Uh, fill c- us in cesarean, on that? Cesarean section over and over again. It is good to be proactive throughout the whole pregnancy. Midwives often recommend a perennial massage. What? This sucks. You can either do it yourself or uh, with a partner. How much money did you spend on this book? I didn't spend it. It was just here. I don't know who. Uh, oh, what's, it was okay. here when we got here. This book sucks. What year is this from? I'm, I'm reading the book. 
What year is this from? It doesn't have a year. Was that the Ghost like, Rider like Harvey it's Weinstein ghost, or it's ghost, something? No, it's, it's the Ghost, ghost Rider ghost. from the TV show. No, this is because that's not at all true. Um, <laughs> um, the the vagina is elastic, so it it doesn't need to be massaged into a bigger shape. She says you you can use an oil off an <laughs> almond oil and slowly work on stretching that whole area out. Stretching, oh my God. stretching before you give birth and keeping it toned, doing kegels. <laughs> oh God! What year is this? Uh, there is no year. I'm looking. Not, no, look Wait, at the hold copyright on. Copyright year. There's a lot of years. Only just uh, this is Playboy's body with the. Let new, me see it real quick. Uh, stop touching my book. Uh, and winner of Webby Awards it's and the, two. Let me just see. I will get it's it right from, back. It's from the nineties. I'm sure, but like it's from like the nineties. Eighteen nineties. No, because <laughs> it won. It won awards in 2000 and 2001, and then won Best of the Web in 2004, and side-splitting commentary on daily basis. Well, no, never mind. Um, yeah. I don't know. Here's another one. My boyfriend, well, okay. My boyfriend, let's, we'll say, finishes too soon. How can I make him last longer? Unless you really love intercourse, premature ejaculation doesn't have to be seen as a problem. It's only a problem if you are only defining... Wow. What? <laughs> Spanish that sentence? What? Oh, okay. So each section is from people. Okay. So there's this is from female bar bartenders. This is Kim. She's 34. <laughs> what, what sexual tendencies or characteristics do you associate with the following? A man who orders a chocolate martini. Oh, he's gay. That's what she said. That's not right. This is the 1890s. A man who orders a dirty martini. I'm not going to answer that one. A woman who orders a, mar a maker's mark neat. I love her. She's a badass, confident, maybe a little dominant. A woman who orders a stoli vanilla and Diet Coke. Mmm, timid. <laughs> That's what it says. Mmm, timid. Where did you find this exactly? It was in the booth. It's in this book. Yeah, where did you find the book? It was in the booth. Literally laying here when I came in tonight. Just sitting here on the on the board. My boyfriend takes forever to finish. Any tips to make it happen faster? Switch with the boyfriend. Or should, <laughs> oh, <laughs> or should I bring it up? If so, I always have lube handy. That's the answer. It's very good regardless of what you're doing. I can't say some of these. I can't put these sentences together because we'll get in trouble. Um, from college students. This is Lenny. He's, eight, he's 18. Hmm. What's the best way to initiate the first kiss? Definitely don't make any statements like, okay, I'm going to kiss you now. Okay, I want to murder that kid. Um, this is Mariah. She's 20. I don't like this book. <laughs> this book sucks so much. I Who wrote it? Who wrote it? This is by this is from the editors of nerve.com, which is again like a sexy site. Um it's not even sexy, it's just dumb. No, this book is dumb. Um uh, Mariah, she's 20. A date tells you he or she wants to try water sports. <laughs> do you do, what? Do you dare or do you dump? You tell him to go F himself. Mariah says, totally do it. Water sports? Yeah, that's fun. Why wouldn't you? She doesn't understand what it is. That's the thing. Mm. Do you know what water sports refers to? Like water skiing, she asks. No, it's ur urinating. And then she says, oh, I would do it. <laughs> this book is terrible. What is? What the hell? Yeah, stop reading from it. Oh, God. Dear Lord. So ah. go to your local bookstore. Pick up sex advice from... And burn it. <laughs> DJ, DJs, sorority girls, cowboys, car dealers, bartenders, pool cleaners, hairstylists, and more. That's right. What, what about giving someone an STD? How about... Don't. Amy, who's Just third... Don't. Amy, who's a publicist. It's impolite. She says, don't since, do it. since it's something the receiver would want to keep quiet uh, as well, there's not much risk of word spreading around town. And now that you know, you shouldn't be <laughs> so you spreading... you might as well do it. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> STD it up. You got the herp spring it on. They won't want to say anything. They'll be embarrassed too. Yeah. <laughs> Just give it to them. Unless, of course, you're a rock star and someone creates a blog 
God, this is so 90s and early 2000s. You are if if you're a rock star and someone creates a blog called your name here gave me herpes.com, then you're then you're well, I can't say that word. Then you're you're effed. And probably not effing too many groupies after that. God. <laughs> Why? Everybody was like, don't worry about it. You'll both be embarrassed. Enjoy. Get out there. Oh, no. Jesus Christ. Santas. <laughs> There's a chapter based around Santas. Like like Brittany. mall Santas? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. There, and the first Santas is... <laughs> this a, is the most depressing book I've, <laughs> I've heard in a while. Here's Jamie. He looks like a douche in a Santa suit. Look at that. I do not want my kids going to sex advice Santa. <laughs> no. A guy I'm seeing can only f- finish. I can't finish. I can't finish that. Um, I've gone out with a guy twice. We flirt and touch a lot and have a lot of fun, but he still hasn't made a pass at me. Is he not interested? What should I do to make him more interested? Uh, Jamie, who's a, who's a mall Santa. <laughs> That's a difficult question, he says. A lot of people have different tastes. If it's a man and you're trying to get his attention, the smartest thing to do is to grab him by the hand. I'm so glad that ended with hand. <laughs> whisper, some, <laughs> whisper some dirty comments into his ear. Pull him into the bathroom. And I can't, I'm not going to finish the, the rest bathroom. of The bathroom. Well, yeah, and then perform an act. You'll find out only in a couple of minutes where you stand. The bathroom. This guy's a douchebag. And he lets little kids sit on his oh, lap. No! You're listening to Hot Toddy on the Smoking Hot Toddcast. The Smoking Hot Toddcast presents the Ollie Report Halloween Spooktacular. And now, the Ollie Report. Hello there, and um, uh, welcome to the Ollie Report Halloween Spooktacular, I'm Hot Toddy, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. welcome uh, to the, the Spooktacular, um, so, bit of a snag, um, I'm not real sure what to do here, because, um, it's kinda hard to do a- an Ollie Report Halloween Spooktacular, Without Ollie, I, I think anybody could understand that. Uh, you know, for the regular reports, we could find a substitute for that. You know, D.A., the Phantom, uh, Miss Pingrino filled in. That, that, that's easy to do, but but the, the, the Halloween Spooktacular is a special. And so, um, you know, how can you have a special when the star of this segment is not even here? And so that that is the problem. That we find ourselves in this week here on the Smoking Hot Toddcast, a scaretastic Halloween special, is that we don't have Ollie for the uh, Ollie Report Halloween Spectacular. So, um, I, I I don't I don't know what to do. Um, I even I even told uh, the podcast networks that, uh, that you know that we probably won't do Spectacular because Ollie's still on the road. He's campaigning. He's he's still uh, running to be governor of this great state of Tennessee. So I told all the podcast networks we probably wouldn't uh, have, uh, you know, a, a Halloween spooktacular for the Ollie Report. Um, words such as "Do you value your testicles?" and "Do you value your life?" Uh, came up um, in these meetings, and um, I, I said yes, obviously, to both. I, I would not like to lose either one. Um, so here we are doing the uh, Ollie Report uh, Halloween. Uh, Spectacular, yeah, that was that was a no go on uh, not doing the <laughs> spectacular this year. Um, but as you can see, we have no star. So, um, I, I, I got nothing. What do you want from me? Okay, Th- fine. You you have the scary ambiance, the spooky ambiance. You know, you have the sound effects here. Ooh, okay, you got that. You had the intro. We could do the outro, and uh, you, we can we can call it lemonade. You know. <laughs> pee on it we call it lemonade i don't know i'm just i'm lost here there's nothing we can do there's absolutely nothing we can do for this year's ollie report halloween spooktacular well maybe i can be of service what no it can't be hey i'm Tony! 
Oh my goodness, Ollie! Ollie is here, ladies and gentlemen. Look at that. Hello, Ollie. Hi, I'm Tony. Hello, everybody. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. God bless the state of Tennessee. Thank you so much. Wow. You made the intro applause come on. It never comes on throughout the episode. Well, I do have that kind of effect these days, huh, Toddy? What the, what the hell was that? Oh, that's my politician laugh. It's very unsettling. Never do it again. Okay. Well, welcome aboard, Ollie. It's so good to see you. I, I, we were not expecting this. this. is such a huge surprise. You're still in the campaign trail. Uh, you're running for governor. You're here on the on the Halloween Spooktacular. I mean, it's just... I, 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 I'm, I'm flabbergasted. I got no words. Well, I, I know I haven't been here the whole season, so I, I thought it would be great to pop in here on the, on the Halloween Spooktacular. Just a surprise, everybody. Baskets! Well, you certainly have surprised everyone, and it is certainly a thrill to have you here. Uh, we don't have anything <laughs> planned for you, but um, but we are thrilled that you're here. Well, I'm just happy to be here, Hot Toddy. I just wanted to say hello to everyone listening on the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Like I said, I know I haven't been around much lately, so I thought I'd say hey. Also, cats and dogs don't have butt cheeks. Ah, a cat's phrase. Ah, another cat's phrase. I wipe my butt with waffles. That's a new one, and I don't like it. All right, then. So, um, so what's new with you, Ollie? How are things on the campaign trail? Well, <laughs> they could be better. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. What's been going on? Well, I checked the latest polls, and I am in dead last behind Billy and Carl Dean. They keep flip-flopping back and forth between first and second place, and I'm just dead, like dead. Last, like, I, actually, I think I'm in fourth place right now. I'm pretty sure somebody at some point wrote in the Yodeling Kid. You remember him from a few months ago? And now he's getting more votes than I am. So I, I, I don't know. But that's just in some of the polls. Ollie, I'm so sorry, but but, I mean, but look, we're still two weeks away from election day. That means nothing. I mean, you still you can still pull this out. No, I know, Hot Toddy, and I'm very much looking forward to it. I'm very much excited and still running to be the governor of this great state. You know, Tennessee's been my home for many, many years, and I... Well, we don't have time for all that, Ollie, but, uh... But, yeah, but don't worry about this. It's just a minor setback, you know? <laughs> it, it's nothing. Don't even worry about it. You'll, you'll, you'll pull it out. I bet you'll pull it out, or you'll come in a very close second. I mean, my God, you've, you've done wonderful, wondrous things, uh, over this summer and, and going into this election. I, I'm sure you're going to be fine. Well, thank you for the words of encouragement, Hot Toddy. That means a lot. Absolutely. Well... You know, we don't have anything spooky planned for this uh, Halloween Spooktacular, so I, I guess we're done here. I, I, we had nothing else planned. You know something? You know something? What? If you had told me four months ago that I was going to come in third in Knoxville, because I came in third in Knoxville here too, Hot Toddy. I came in third in the last polls. Well, I'm sorry, Elliot. I wouldn't have given anything for that. Four months ago, I would have given anything for that. Well, sure, of course. And, and you know something? You know something? Yes, I know. What? What? Not only are we going to go to Memphis, Hot Toddy, but we're going to go to Chattanooga, and Jackson, and Gallenberg, and Pigeon Forge, and Savannah, and Johnson City, and Murfreesboro, and Franklin, and Clarksville, and Kingsport, and Cookville, and Smyrna, and Oak Ridge, and Crossville! And then I'm going to go to Nashville to take back the capital! Yeah! Oh my god, no. It can't be. It It can't be. It can't be happening to Ollie. No, Ollie, resist it. We will not give up. We will not give up. We will not give up in Chattanooga and Jackson. Oh my god, no, it, it can't be. He can't be coming down with this. He's he's worked so hard he can't be coming down with this. Why well, yeah, Toddy been hearing a lot of screaming. What's going on? Oh DA Ollie, he came back for the for the uh, the, the Halloween spectacular. Oh, that's great. That's classic, Ollie. That's why I'm boom born. Well, yeah, it's great, but look, he's he's losing his mind. Well, yeah, he seems to be screaming in front of a wall. It's like, it's like he's not even talking to anybody. Yeah, I know. He's. I can't believe he's coming down with this. No, he cannot be transforming into this. What are you talking about? Every politician since 2004 has dreaded this moment, where it looks like all is lost and they have nothing else to do but just. Scream and hope for something better. Well, I don't understand.
my god! He looks like he's turned into Mr. Hyde! No. He's not turned into Mr. Hyde. <laughs> he's turned into Howard D! to South Carolina, and Oklahoma, and Arizona, Oh my god, Dakota, Hot Toddy, it's, it's horrible! I know, I know, I know, I know. It's, it's monstrous, I know. For those of you who don't understand what's going on here, Howard Dean ruined his campaign for president in 2004 when he went eight-bit crazy over the fact that he didn't win, was it New Hampshire, I think? I don't remember, but he didn't win in the primaries, and so he just went crazy at a rally, and it completely destroyed his political career. Ollie, please calm down! I know, I know. We, we gotta get him under control before he... That ain't good, is it? No! Ladies and gentlemen, please, if you're listening to this, please do not worry. We have the situation in control. Ollie has turned into Howard Dean. He's transformed, but we're not gonna... That's going to do it for the Ollie Report this week. Tune in next time for another headline ripped from the Ollie News Ticker. Until then, have a good day and an Ollieful week. Hot Toddy. Hot Toddy. Hot Toddy. You're tuned into the Smoking Hot Toddcast with your host, Hot Toddy, who's always looking real good. Hey, does this suit make me look fat? No, no, no. Your face does. Okay, well, here we are. I'm sitting here with Miss... Hello! <laughs> you, you, uh, okay. I'm an interrupting cow. <laughs> You're an interrupting cow? What? Have you ever heard that joke? No. Knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting. Ooh. Oh, you hate me, and you hate everybody who's involved with this world. That's a really bad joke, guys. I know. No, this is terrible. Okay. Anyway, I'm here with Miss Pingrino. Uh, we are going to talk about a film mm-hmm. that's mutually a, 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 a film that we both like. You love it more than I do. I do. It's one of my faves. Uh, yeah. I liked it more as a kid, uh, and I admire it as an adult, but you love it as an adult. I'm talking about the Nightmare before Christmas. Tim Burton's classic from 1993. And the reason why we're bringing it up here on this episode is because I have never truly been able to distinguish what type of movie it actually is. And by that he means is it a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? That's right. It's always puzzled me. Uh, because there's it, it really is confusing yes i've never really truly understood which type of film it is because it revolves around both halloween and christmas right it, it doesn't yeah so what is it is it a christmas movie or is it a halloween movie i personally feel it's a christmas movie but you feel that it's a halloween movie correct yeah i mean not to say it's not christmas but if you know I, if I'm going to watch it more, it's, I'm going to watch it more during Halloween than I will Christmas. Okay. Is there any specific reason why you think it's a Halloween film? Um, no. Just sort of like, I guess, I guess to, in my mind it came out or came to me during Halloween versus Christmas. So I've sort of always associated it with that. That's true. See, that it did come out on October 29th. Yeah. 1993. And so... I guess you could consider it a Halloween film, but it's all about Christmas. It's all about kidnapping Santa. I mean, but so that's that just Jack it. Skellington could be the new Santa of like of Halloween Town. Is but, that what it was? Yeah, no, Christmas Town of Christmas Town. But that's just it. He, it's like scary Christmas. There's like toys that come alive and attack you, and like everything is fucking burning down, and like. I mean, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare, but, I mean, it's also a Christmas movie because I think they play it on Freeform during Christmas time, but they also I'm, play it during Halloween time. They do, and so technically it's probably both. Freeform, of course, formerly ABC Family, yeah. during their 13 days of Halloween and 25 days of Christmas. So it's both played. Both played during both, and so that's why I'm just so confused. I don't know... Which is which? Is is this a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? I mean, 
for me, it's just there are more pertinent movies for Christmas, like The Grinch and Santa Claus and Rudolph and all that. Like, you don't think about somebody, like, stealing shit and burning shit as a Christmas movie. Okay. But, see, I have some... uh, Nightmare Before Christmas memorabilia. You have to. You have some as well. Yeah. You keep it out year round, but I bring it out during the holidays. I put out Nightmare Before Christmas stuff out at Halloween and at Christmas. Well, because again, I can't really discern. That's why I'm asking. Well, I mean, that's they kind of market it as both though, because they're like he's known as the Pumpkin King, so half of the decorations are him as the Pumpkin King, and then half of them are him dressed up as Santa Claus. So. They market it as both. They just... And see, that's the thing. He's dressed up as Santa Claus. He kidnaps Santa Claus. Uh, he wants to be Santa Claus of, of Christmas Town. And uh, there's also the fact... And here's, here's the biggie, because I'm a huge Haunted Mansion film. Film? I'm a huge Haunted Mansion fan, not of the film, but of the ride. And every holiday season, they turn the Haunted Mansion ride at Disney World and Disneyland into the Nightmare Before Christmas. I mean, but like... You have a duck! I do have a duck. You have a vampire duck. You have the vampire duck toy from the movie that was featured in the ride. She has a piece of memorabilia from the ride from uh, during one of its early years. When did you get that, anyway? Um, We went to Disney World one year, and there's a shop... Um, we're all like 30 minutes outside of Disney that salt that sells like all old ride parts and old costumes and it's like the boneyard of the pretty place. much when yeah. something reti- is retired it goes to the store mm-hmm. like I mean there's even old roller coaster parts that yeah you can buy. yeah no I've seen I've heard of this place before. um I saw it and I had to have it I mean I love the nightmare before Christmas it's probably- it's a nightmare <laughs> All right, that was too much. I'm I'm just saying, but but what I'm saying is though is that they have that out at at, at holiday time because Nightmare Before okay, Christmas but, is the closest the thing. thing. It even takes place in December. But it's it's creepy as hell. Like it's a scary, scary kid version, scary movie. It takes place in December, Christmas time, Christmas. But like at the beginning of it, it just finished Halloween. Like I mean. And they're preparing for next Halloween. It's still focused on Halloween, too. Doesn't matter, Christmas! Halloween! I think it's Christmas. I think it's Halloween. If you think about it, Halloween sort of starts the holiday time. Yes, it does. I agree with that. Like, I mean, so to say it's both is not a far reach because it's just, I'm sure it plays even during Thanksgiving. It's not a Thanksgiving movie. Well, it, it is a movie that you can play year-round, like, I think. It would be it's okay. Like between That's another thing. Is it even related to any of the holidays? Is this a movie you could watch at any time? Because let me ask you this. If it was The Nightmare Before Easter, would it be an Easter movie? Yeah. Yeah, I think it would be because, I mean, Nightmare Before Easter, what, what other holiday would you associate it with? St. Patrick's Day? I mean, there was like a few holidays on the trees. Not, not around that. T- well, yeah, the trees. But that's what I'm saying. I feel like it would be more. Then at that point, it really would be associated with Easter because there's no other holiday that you would associate it with. Because no, but ultimately, it's a nightmare movie. The only reason why you associate it with the two is because it's it's essentially Halloween versus Christmas. That's what this movie is: is Halloween versus Christmas. Yeah. And I, I you know. And so Halloween comes in, kidnaps Christmas. Halloween tries to become the new Christmas. It doesn't work, and everybody goes back to their separate ways. Yes, ending with Halloween. But, true, but it still had to do with Christmas. See, here's the thing. Here's another thing. Here's another theory of mine. Tim Burton's plot for The Nightmare Before Christmas is what we just discussed a second ago. Jack Skellington kidnaps Santa so that Jack Skellington could be the next... Uh, Santa. Santa, and so he therefore could make children happy. There was a movie in the '60s, and I have the DVD uh, of this movie. I have, and I also have Mystery Science Theater making fun of it, and Cinematic Titanic. Oh, and 
uh, riff tracks too. It's called Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Yeah, I know. Where, I've seen it. Where the you have, haven't you? Yeah. No, you've not seen that one. Pretty sure. No, you're thinking of Santa Claus. Nope, that's him and the devil. Yeah. Yeah. So you have seen the Martians one. At least part of it. Okay, so Santa Claus conquers the Martians, where Santa Claus is kidnapped by Martians on Mars so that he could become the new Santa Claus for Mars. So it's very similar. Okay, yeah, but it's called Santa Claus so I'm thinking, versus Martians. So this is my theory. It's kind of a loose theory. It's kind of a very vague theory. But I think he stole that idea to create this movie, making it a Christmas movie. No, I disagree. Okay. Okay. You win. Fine. It's a Halloween movie. Thank you. I I think in the in in the realm. I guess maybe you're right. I just I just conceded just like that. Uh, you gave up real easily. I I kind of did. Because mm. my my I think my argument's starting to die out. But I I think at the end of the day, it is more of a Halloween movie. But it's still a Halloween and Christmas movie. Ultimately, Halloween movie, Christmas movie. Whenever you want to watch it, it's a good movie. It's a freaky movie. It's weird. It's not like your normal kind of movie. So there you go. It's essentially the missing link between Christmas and Halloween. So it should be Thanksgiving. Now we're just getting into whole new territory. (laughs) Fine. So concede it to now. It's Halloween. It's a Halloween film, but you can still celebrate it at Christmas. Correct? Correct. Boom! There you go. Problem solved. But really, it was the same theory that we had. I think probably everybody's had of it up until now. So it <laughs> doesn't really matter. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. You're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast with your host Todd. Just Todd. Todd is helpful, and Todd is there for you. Uh, well, it's actually Hot Toddy. Oh well, pardon me, Mister Perfect. Slam poets. We have. <laughs> <laughs> We ask slam poets, can you give me some tips for talking dirty? Dennis, a.k.a. MAD, but that's an acronym. It stands for Many Attitudes of Dennis. <laughs> no. I feel like Dennis is going to, you know. Dennis is not going to get parole. I feel like he's going to F this one up. Okay. Many attitudes of Dennis. What does he say? That was amazing. So, what, are, what, are, what is Mads? Uh? So many attitudes of Dennis says, well, for the. Wait, what's the question to him? Can you give me some tips for, talk, take, for talking dirty. dirty? Oh, okay. Um, well, for the uninitiated, you need to know how to say it without saying it. If that makes sense. No, it doesn't. Say you say something like, I'm going to fornicate. The, the manure out of your donkey. What? You've said, you've said it without <laughs> saying it, and she gets the message. And so do we. So that's how he's like, yeah, just just kind of be really, really on the nose. Oh and yeah, God, that'll really turn said that. Never, many, I thought you had like tried to clean it no, up. No, many attitudes of Dennis those said. Those exact words. And, th- and that's the quote. You didn't clean it up. Those, no. That's actually that's what, what he, he said. said. I'm going to fornicate the manure. <laughs> Out of your donkey. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. It's. I'm gonna I, f, I, I, I get f the ass out hot. of your a. I get it. I, I, it was an in. Shut up. This, these the are horrible. Advocate of words with a z. There's another oh guy. Gosh. This is another another slam poet. They I'm just gonna. Real names anymore. And the, and the, <laughs> those are the only two. There's only two slam poets that they ask. <laughs> Mad. Many attitudes of Dennis. And words. And advocate of words. Okay. Uh, what does advocate of words say? Um, sex in public. Sex in public. Are you a fan? Yes. A big fan. The possibility of getting caught and going against what's against, quote, unquote, correct. I love it. Oh, wait. We're in Central Park. Oh, wait. No. No one's around. I love it. I feel like attitude of words. Is I got just, hiccups. No. And I feel like he's on third shift. Advocate of words. Get it right. Advocate of words. I feel like he's so on his, third shift. His, his name is Ayo. <laughs> Ayo. <laughs> this book is amazing. Man. <laughs> oh, it God. is. It's glorious. It is amazing. Like it's, it actually hor- it's actually horrifying, they have which is very appropriate for this, I think. Oh, the unemployed people. That's 
Oh, but the unemployed people. Yeah, what are they going to say? Yeah. I can't believe you didn't go to the unemployed. So I didn't know they were a part of it. They're part of the study. Unemployed uh, Jessica 27. Okay, hell, what does Jessica say? Are there sexual advantages to being unemployed? <laughs> I'm a big fan <laughs> of telling someone, hey, I don't have to get up in the mo- morning. Because okay. I don't have a job yeah. to go to. I'm going to live on your couch. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing appealing. I'm sorry. What era does it look like these people are from? 90s, early 2000s. Okay. Uh, I finally found the book. It's f- only fi- $5 on Amazon. $5? Released on April 13th, 2006. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I was unemployed at the time. I was Ironically. in high school. You could have been in one of those unemployed people. I was in high school at the time. They didn't ask high school students. That would have been illegal. That would have been gross. Yeah, yeah. it would have been illegal, and you would have had a bunch of guys lying about mm-hmm. stuff. It has a straight... Four star rating, no five stars, <laughs> just a straight down the board four was star rating. Like what review? One review says we heard about this book on TV and got a copy of it. It's fun reading that you can start and stop easily at breakfast, for instance. It probably won't teach you anything, but it's fun to read. <laughs> I feel like that. You said. I you feel said like it. that review was was written by Mad. You said a damn <laughs> mouthful, boy. Many attitudes of dentist gave it four stars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <sighs> I wonder if any of those people have poo hands while they interview. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they asked them, what do you think about poo hands? Well, let me tell you. Let's let me refer to Mad <laughs> and let's get his take on this. Mad? Many moods. What was his name? Many, Many some, attitudes of dentist. A uh, dentist. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what where many attitudes of Dennis is now, twelve years later. Let's after this look book. him up, type it into Google. Many attitudes. Oh my goodness, Dennis. Watch him have his own Wikipedia page. Oh sweet baby. I wouldn't be surprised. Not even a little many bit. attitudes of Dennis is a slam poet out of where is he from? I don't know. We'll just say, say we'll just say um, Ohio. Panty house. Oh my god, he has a Vimo. Oh, there he is! A Vimo? Really? Yeah! Oh god! He's still slamming! He's at, still slamming! At, at open mic at Red Lobster! That's what it says! Pork, I'm not kidding. What? This video is titled Pantyhose in all caps. He's Garble mouth. Many attitudes. Remember when I talked about garble mouth? Yeah. He's got garble mouth. This is he talks about pantyhose. Take a fight on Twitter with this man. Many attitudes of Dennis. Freedom of speech. Open mic night at Red Lobster in Harlem. (laughs) On Vimo. I think he has his own website. (laughs) He has Madden Dennis. Oh my goodness, he has his own website. The highlight of his career was being featured in Sex Advice from. I gotta buy he this has book. A blog, a haiku, open mic grind. Can we go to his haikus? I have to know his haikus. Yeah, it's like, like I work at Red Lobster <laughs> it on is the on weekends. A homeless cardboard. <laughs> and it says, consult your doctor before trying to make love to a soca song. Soca song. Soca song. Southern California song. SoCal. Oh, like a soca song. Okay, so is this one of his haikus? No, here Do we go. Do pedophile priests use holy water to wash off their penises? Oh, God. This guy's a genius. <laughs> Dogs are amazing. Take one of my No poems. wonder he works at Red Lobster. <laughs> no, he just goes to for open mic He just does slam poetry there. I feel like he probably also he, works there. He inspires people as they munch on their biscuits, their cheddar biscuits. And he's like, hey, I hope you enjoyed the biscuits. I made them. Yeah. <laughs> now, I hope you enjoy my poetry. Pop-porch. I wrote it. Popcorn shrimp. Popcorn shrimp. Oh, my God. A judgment-free zone. If only the world could be a planet fitness. Forget past mistakes. Focus on present moment. Plate of jerk chicken. Yeah. King Solomon <laughs> did Whose Baby Is It? The first not Mori Povich. I'm the Lion King of Hakuna Matata. Hear my mighty roar. Do you think he's unemployed? <laughs> do you think do you think his 
I feel like no, his kind of over. No, pork, his because he, kinda he, was, he was not in the unemployment <laughs> section. He was in the slam poetry. The slam poet section. Hot That's open right. mic red lobster night. That's right. Don't you be putting down mad many attitudes of Dennis. <laughs> Matt has his own website. This man slays at open mic night at Red Lobster in Harlem. You don't know. He's probably unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> You can subscribe to stay up to date with his stuff. Oh, please subscribe. No, don't. Put, give us your email, Let's, Pork. No. <laughs> Go to hell. <laughs> give he us update, your email, Todd. Oh, my Todd. goodness. He updated on August 31st, 2018, so he is still active. He's still kicking 12 it. years as a slam poet. <laughs> Ollie smoking Hot Toddcast promos. Take one. All right, Ollie. Just say this is Ollie, and you're listening to the, uh, the smoking Hot Toddcast. Okay. All right, Ollie, this time just say, uh, this is Ollie, and you're listening to the Smokin'... Ollie Report! No, that's not... Oh, jeez. All right, Ollie, this time just say, this is the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Biscuits! Damn it! Okay, Ollie, just say the words, the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Can you do that at least? I'm outside, I see people, I see grass and trees and buildings! I hate you. The Smokin' Hot Todd... Smokin' Hot Toddcast! You suck, Ollie! Have you ever lived in a house that was haunted? Have you ever been so terrified that you lay under the covers listening to every creak and groan of that old house, unable to sleep no matter how hard you tried? My name is Roger, and I have. When I was a child, I was convinced that our house had ghosts living in it. My brother and I slept in the attic. On any given night, once the lights were off and we were tucked into our beds, the ghost would make itself known. One night, as I lay awake, I suddenly heard a deep male voice whispering my name. Roger. Roger. Who the hell are you, anyway? That's when I froze. All I saw was a black, hooded figure standing in the closet. A rich, full-bodied wine, sensibly priced at a dollar a jug. Now, for a little magic, I will make this jug disappear. I didn't scream. I didn't move. Oh, what luck. There's a French fry stuck in my beard. Oh, yeah. Then it just disappeared into thin air. The next morning, I told my mother what I had seen. Good morning, honey. Good morning. What's wrong? You seem down. It's nothing. I I don't want to talk about it. Oh, come on now. I'm your mother. You can tell me anything. Okay, well... Last night, while I was laying in bed, I looked in my closet and I saw... I saw a ghost. It was a ghost in a black cloak, and he was saying my name. Mom, it was... It's the scariest thing I've ever saw. Oh, come now, Roger. I'm telling the truth, Mom! I know what I saw! It was a ghost! Roger, you didn't see a ghost. It must have been your imagination. I bet you'll never see this ghost again. For the next few nights, I would hear footsteps coming down the hallway. They would always stop right by my bedroom door, and I would wait to hear them walk away. But they never did. Rosebud. Yes, rosebud frozen peas, full of country goodness and green penis. I started to cry, because I now knew I was dealing with something demonic. One evening, my mom and dad were throwing a party, and my older brother was spending the night with friends. I was left alone upstairs. Everything was going fine until I dropped one of my toys and it slid under my bed. The problem started once I got under the bed to retrieve the toy. All of a sudden, something landed on top of the bed and began jumping up and down. Ah, the French champagne. Ah, help! Please, somebody help me! Please, someone get him off of me! Help! Whoa! What in the hell is going on in here? What are you screaming about? Dad, thank God. You saved my life. Saved your life? You were up here screaming for no reason. How did I save your life? You didn't see the demon jumping up and down on my bed? Demon? What are you talking about? 
There was a demon jumping on my bed, and that was pinning me to the floor. Look, I don't know what kind of story you put together here, but there are a lot of important people downstairs, so stop acting crazy and play quietly, you hear me? Yes, sir. I never trusted that room again. The whole time I lived in that house, I refused to be left alone. I would never go up to my room by myself. Instead, I would wait until my older brother had been up there for a few minutes before me so the demon would get him first. I would lay awake at night with my head under the covers, analyzing every creak, grunt, and moan that echoed through the old house. Sometimes I would just pass out from exhaustion. As time went on, that fear soon spread to the entire house. It was a bright and sunny day in the middle of summer when my mom brought me with her as she paid a visit to the neighbor's house. I remember playing out back when all of a sudden... Uh-oh! I needed a toilet. Uh, Mrs. Jones, may I use your bathroom? Sorry, honey. The septic tank is broken. Nobody can use the bathroom. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. I desperately had to poop. Why don't you run back to the house and use our bathroom? Great idea. Excuse me? Not even thinking twice, I dashed down the road, clutching my butt, trying to keep the poop in. And when I got to our house, I came to the porch and stopped dead in my tracks. I couldn't go in the house. I was alone. The ghost was in there. If I went inside, it would surely get me. There was no way on God's green earth that I was going to set foot inside that house on my own. So what could I do? What would you do? I did the only thing that I could do. Right there, on the porch, I pulled my shorts down, squatted my haunches, and... Breathing a sigh of relief, I pulled up my pants and ran back to the neighbor's house to play. A few hours later, when my mother brought me home, she noticed the little surprise on the porch and yelled, Who the hell pooped on the porch? I don't know. Maybe it was the dog. We don't have a dog, and this ain't dog shit. Well, then I don't know, Mom. Maybe. We'll never know. And that was the big poop. <laughs> Smokin' Hot Podcast. And there you have it, another amazing Smokin' Hot Toddcast, Scaretastic Halloween special in the books. We certainly hope you enjoyed this year. Of course, we, we had a little issue earlier on the Owler Report, but it's all good. Everything's fine now. And we got to enjoy the rest of the show together, which was the whole point anyway. So, so we want to thank you all for tuning in. As always, we're going to take another week off. And speaking of Ollie, two weeks from now, well, less than two weeks from now, we're going to have a special... Hey, Hot Toddy! Oh... Um, hello, hello there, Ollie. It's good to see you. Hey, it's good to see you too. I, I, I hope I didn't alarm our listeners. You did a little bit, but it, it's all fine. It's a, a da. What are you doing? I ain't taking no chances, hot toddy. I've got this man surrounded. Da, I don't think that's necessary. Huh? Just keep on talking, there, Governor Dean. Oh, jeez. DA, just just calm down. Uh, you know, I was just wrapping up the show, and I was just telling the listeners how in less than two weeks from now, we're going to have our special live election night special. That's right, Hot Toddy. As we make the, the final push uh, for, for governor, you guys will be going live, uh, covering everything that's going on. Yes, yes, that's exactly what we're going to be doing. So we're going to find out who's going to become a senator for Tennessee, who's who's going to be getting some of the congressional spots, and who who will be who will be governor. What? Nothing. Just checking. Uh, anyway, uh, that's going to be coming up on election night. That's Tuesday, November 6th. That's right. Normally our episodes post on Thursday, or even if we do a live episode, it's on Thursday. But in two weeks from now, less than two weeks again, uh, we're going to have a very special episode of the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Smoking Hot Toddcast live election night special, which will be on Tuesday, November 6th. Um, but that's going to do it for us this week. We're going to take a week off. And until we see you again, have a wonderful and safe Halloween. Have fun out there, but stay safe as always. And I guess that's it. So we'll see you. You know something? Oh, God. You know something? All I wanted to do was help Tennessee. That's all I wanted to do. That's that's all I wanted to do, Hot Toddy. I just wanted to help our great state. And, 
And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, they'll want my house. Oh no. It's showtime, motherfuckers. Um, uh, uh, um, you know, I, uh, I just remembered, uh, I've got, I've got a, a really important, um, meeting thing stuff, whatchamacallit, I, I, I'll be right back. Just get out of here. Yeah, I'll be right back. Go. Hey, Ollie, it's great to see ya. Miss Pengrino, get out of here. Oh, Uh-oh. Oh Oh my god! Oh my god, he just ripped this Pinguino's head off! Oh my god, everybody get out of here! Let's go! We're going to South Dakota! In Oregon! Let's go! Get out! Gee whiz off! He's not born! He's already dead! Well, he's always been that way. Let's go! Let's go! Wait, wait! Orson Welles, get over here! There is no fish stick like Mrs. Pelts. Yes. Oh, yes. They're even better raw. Yes. Oh, yes. They're even better when you're dead. You know what? I'm not upset. We gotta go! We gotta go! Not so fast, Tommy Tommy. Oh! No! No! Oh, no!